And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you, John Bon Jovial, ladies and gentlemen, the legendary John Bon Jovial, the one and only. Do, 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 and, uh, do, do, thank do. you so much for that introduction, John Bon Jovial. Well, you're welcome very welcome aboard. Welcome aboard, listeners around the world and around the corner, as they used to say on one of those old TV shows. It's uh, good to have you here. We've got another hour of great indie music and some surprises too. We have a uh, we have a one of our recurring episodes of Rockstar 101 coming on today with uh, Cindy from Lady Lake Music, and uh, where she'll be on talking about uh, a very interesting subject for uh, for artists in the making, upcoming artists, and unfortunately, some established artists need a little help in this category too. But uh, we'll be talking with her, and then we've got a uh, we've got a new band coming on all the way from uh, the Maryland area. And uh, they're going to come along and rock your socks off. But first, we're going to bring back some old friends of ours who go by the name of Yo-Yo XO to wiggle your wicked pants. You have ever seen I'm dressed up All this 
you go. Wiggle your wicked pants. That's Yo-Yo X and O, who have been on the show a couple of times. That's their brand new release. It was released on Palindrome Sunday, which uh, most of you have already uh, become aware of on the Internet. That's when the date is exactly the same if you read it forwards or backwards. And it just happens to be the title of their new EP, from which that track is drawn, 02022020, Yo-Yo X and O. You can find them all over the place online. And uh, be sure and check out their, uh, their sites and drop them a line. Tell them what you think of this new sound they just came out with. Interesting, don't you think, John Bon Jovio? Yeah, nice, solid rock and roll song. I like it. Uh, it's just got a good drive to it. You know, one of those driving songs that you don't mind uh, turning the stereo up while you got the top down, driving across wherever it is you're driving across. So, yeah, good music, conducive for that. I liked it. Absolutely available all over the world right now as of, uh, well, as of Sunday, February 2nd. Uh, it's called Wiggle Your Wicked Pants. The EP is O2. 0-2-2-0-2-0. And you heard it right here on the David Bowers Awards. And you can hear it all over the world on streaming services everywhere. And especially if you're in upstate New York, you can check us out on Rochester Free Radio, WRFZ FM 106.3. We'll carry us every Saturday at noon. And uh, that's thanks to that's thanks to Mary Perry who underwrites the show on Rochester Free Radio and makes it possible for all our listeners in Rochester to pick up and listen to us, including our friends at the House of Guitars. We thank them also for uh, blasting the David Bowers Awards out across the streets of Rochester. Love you guys up there in upstate New York. And uh, as I said, available on your favorite streaming service, uh, whatever it is, we're in a ton of them. I won't even go through the list anymore, but uh, you know where to find them, and you know where to find Yo-Yo X and O. It's uh, Y-O-Y-O-X-N-O. You find them all over the place. Drop them a line. Tell them what you think of their of their new uh, new single. And I, I can't wait to hear the rest of the EP, which I have not heard yet. Also want to thank our house band, Titty Bingo, who week after week provide our theme music for us. And uh, I understand they've got a bunch of new music that they have got uh, in the bank and they're putting the finishing touches on. So we may be hearing from them not too far distant future. This is the show where you and our guests pick the awards. There's no nominating committees, uh, no phony balloting. And you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait till uh, five o'clock in the afternoon of the next day to find out who got an award <laughs> either. Uh, we'll be right there for you. We'll be right there for you, believe me. Subtle. Every Monday, subtle, if there's sir, an award, subtle. we've got it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. And you'll hear about it because we determine the awards along with you. You've got somebody music-related that you think has done something exceptionally good or exceptionally stupid. Drop us a line. The email is easy. David at thedavidbowers.com. Tell us who you think deserves an award and why. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll announce it right here on the David Bowers Award. So keep that in mind. And uh, we want to shout out to all of our friends, including uh, we mentioned uh, Rochester Free Radio. Uh, Steve Litvak, of course, his rock and roll rumble show follows the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio on Saturdays. A little later is Armand Spins and... Uh, you hear some really eclectic music there because uh, Armand really digs out some stuff that you may have never heard and may never hear again either. But uh, 
comes up with some really interesting stuff, and he's got the stories to go with it. The House of Guitars in Rochester is kind of a, uh, well, it, it, it's kind of the uh, grand old Opry of rock music in upstate New York. It's one of those cathedral places that has been around forever, and everybody that is anybody has passed through those doors at one time or another. It's worth stopping in if you're in the Rochester area just to see their collection of goodies that they have uh, collected over the years, guitars and shirts and drums and all kinds of things from all kinds of artists. Uh, as a matter of fact, they should really start a museum, I think, and uh, uh, I think it would be worthwhile because Armand and his crew have got a bunch of good stuff there as well, of course, as the as the new guitars. John Bon Jovio, what's on your mind today? You know, I heard through the intercom just now while you were talking about the uh, House of Guitars there that uh, your check's in the mail now. So, uh, good job. Good job. <laughs> Don't say that. People will believe you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bad job. Bad job. Uh, what's going on? Bad well, job. you know, down here in southwest Florida where we reside, uh, probably having one of the best winters that we've had in many years with cooler temperatures, uh, lower humidity, and a couple of days of some uh, pretty nasty rain. But uh, this time of year in southwest Florida is probably one of the best places in the country to be. You can't ask for better weather, uh, although you sure could ask people to use their turn signals when they come down from up north. They don't do that. but uh, and, I, and I think that our next guest, who resides in Fort Myers, is probably going to have some semblance of agreement with me on, on that aspect of things. That would not surprise me at all. Having lived down there and uh, including spent time over on the Naples Fort Myers side as well, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things you could complain about and uh, comment about oh, with yes. the drivers, both the domestic and the out of state ones combined. Oh, yeah. uh, they both have their own, uh, shall we say, their own intrinsic, uh, you know, sensibilities and quirky traits <laughs> there, there, I, I think we have you might somebody wanna... waiting to talk to us uh, according to the uh the console that i have here you know uh, i believe we do and uh, perhaps we should uh, we should cut the badger and get right down to work and our first order of business today is rockstar 101 for those of you unfamiliar with it that's our recurring irregular feature where we talk to people in various capacities of the music business and discuss what it takes to be a uh, to be a rock star actually what it takes to make it in the music business and this week's guest is uh, well this week's guest is a young woman who we have had on here before and uh, is a professional in the business she's had a lot of experience uh, she promotes music groups and well she does just about everything in the business so let's welcome and if you would please Cindy from Lady Lake Music welcome aboard Cindy Hi David thank you so much for having me Hi John You're ab- Hi Cindy You're absolutely welcome <laughs> glad to have you on board and uh, what is it that we're going to discuss today? Well, David, it's open season at Lady Lake. We're having open submissions. So oh, we have all yeah. sorts of fun and games. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's start with that. Let's, let's start with, uh, with some, some self-promotion. Tell us what you got going on at Lady Lake, and we'll get into the, we'll get into the class in a minute. Okay, so uh, thank you again for having me. It's like being at a family reunion with you guys. Uh, I, I don't even know how many years we've known each other and worked together, but I am going into my 14th year 
as I think one of the top independent music promoters in the United States. My numbers are given to me by Some All, which is an independent recorder that I have a visibility on social media of 160 million. And um, I have about a combination of maybe 100,000 followers across the various networks of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Reverb Nation. And I have a roster of what I think are lovely and talented artists. And we also work on various projects throughout the year, events, showcases, radio shows, such as your own lovely program. And uh, every year we put out an open submission to see if, you know, there are artists wanting to work with us and maybe, you know, they'd be a good fit. And um, that basically segues us into why I'm here today. <laughs> Absolutely. And it has been a wonderful ride all these years. I know this show is uh, in its seventh year now, and we've known you longer than that. So uh, we know it's been seven years and more. So, and it's uh, it's been wonderful knowing you. Really proud to be, you know, affiliated with you in any way, and uh, especially because uh, you have some excellent artists whom you share with us. And uh, you also come on and uh, talk about what it takes to be a rock star. Yeah, um, unfortunately, sometimes I talk about what it doesn't take <laughs> because well, I get a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get. A, I think I get more of the non-rock star, to be quite honest with you. But um, you know, I love everybody trying to do their own music. It's so interesting the different types of music you get, the different submissions you get. But you know, there are ways to approach an opportunity, and then there are ways to make certain that you're not going to get that opportunity. And so I think if artists were a little bit more aware of the fact that, as you well know for your program, how many people are out there trying to get exposure, it's just an enormous amount of music, an enormous amount of musicians, and not as many of us guys who are putting out the good music. So how do you get our attention is what they need to really understand, I think. I got to agree with you there, and you're absolutely right. There are a lot of artists out there that uh, I don't think it's all because they are lazy or, you know, uh, just overlook it. I, I think in many cases they were never taught, they never learned what it takes to reach out to, you know, the, uh, the people who promote the music and, uh, and, you know, get to make that connection because, you know, you've got to promote your music. You've got to get your name out there. And unless you know how to do it and do it right, it's going to be a long, hard battle. Very true. Um, and as you mentioned, I wear many hats. Uh, Lady Lake is sort of a um, one-stop shop. We do so many things for so many people and not the same thing for everyone. But I am a fully trained A&R, and I did work for an independent label. And as I came up in the industry, I made sure that I learned what I needed to learn by consulting the people who do those various jobs. A very good friend of mine is was the head of A&R at a rather known label, and he taught me how to submit artists for opportunities. Uh, another friend of mine is a program director for an independent station, and she taught me how to correctly submit radio. Um, 
I was friends with a rather large manager who taught me the P's and Q's of building an artist in their locality. So I sat at the feet of many people as I started out and, and really was a sponge to people and learned, you know, what to do and what not to do. And so I'm very proud of the artists that I represent. I'm very proud of their careers and having had a hand uh, in, you know, some more than others, depending on what, I, what capacity I was working with them. Uh, David Martinez is a mutual friend of ours, and as you know, he has grown tremendously with us. Um, Lori Diamond and Fred Abitelli, we've done promotions for since way back in the MySpace days. So we're no stranger to the trends in the industry and how things are changing and, and what it is you have to do. Uh, so this year we opened the door, <laughs> and already we're, we're experiencing all sorts of interesting uh, things with the uh, people who are trying to apply for promotions. Oh, I bet that's a lot of fun. I, I, I really wish I, I really wish I could be there just to watch because that that has to be interesting as all get out. Tell me, you you have alluded to the fact that uh, you know you've had many artists and we know we've had several of them here on the show and everyone has nothing but nice things to say about you. As a matter of fact, I think in the, you know, 80, 90 years we've known you, I don't think I've ever heard anyone <laughs> badmouth you. That's uh, in this business, that's quite an accomplishment in and of itself. So uh, you can uh, give yourself a little pat on the back for that one. I wonder if you could start with a summation of what, not to do in reaching out. I know there's so many things that we can we can cover. Um, we're not going to ask you to you know take on the world as your client and go through you know all and everything because we couldn't possibly do that in one show. But what what are the things or the biggest thing that you have seen people repeatedly do that you would say is something they should not do if they want to be a star? Well, I think, first of all, you have to realize that every opportunity is an opportunity. There aren't big ones and small ones because you don't know who knows who in this business. You don't know what something can parlay into. So professional conduct is necessary in all of your transactions, whether it be something you think is very small and not going to pan out to something that you think is the biggest opportunity possible to have a polite manner to address someone correctly, to send a polite email. It doesn't have to be flowery and formal, but it does have to be polite and in its intent um, to say, hey, you, call me tomorrow, here's the phone number, and ask for Joe, which is actually how <laughs> someone applied this year. Oh I was God. just like... Well, yeah, that's that will happen absolutely never. So, <laughs> because I have a whole long list of people waiting to have a phone conversation, sure. and jo yeah. Joe won't be one of those people. <laughs> Needless to say, also people who uh, create their own genre because they think, wow, isn't that cool? I'm going to stand out. So let me combine five unrelated types of music and brandish myself as that. And then, by the way, I have a new record. Can you place mm -hmm. my record that is these five genres of music? <laughs> you know, and where would you begin with that? Because, as you know, most people have some sort of uh, 
a flow for their show, even if it isn't specifically one genre. Uh, sure. Most promoters, I generally do. I do acoustic. I do indie. I do singer-songwriter. I do folk. I, I'll do country rock, but I don't do country per se. I don't do gospel. You know, there's some things I just don't do. They're not my field sure. of expertise, and I'm not connected. So maybe if you would research the person who you're approaching a little bit, because everyone's online. It's not hard to Google someone and see what they do. Um, look at the artists that they handle and see if it's even a good fit before you approach them. That would be smart. It would save everyone time. Uh, perhaps if your music is foreign and you're foreign and you're trying to get an uh, American promoter that you would have someone write the letter for you so that it is actually English, I had a lovely young lady come with beautiful music, but I couldn't make heads or tails over what it was she was asking to do. So needless to say, that's not going to probably go anywhere, um, you know, because I don't really speak her language. I believe she was from Italy. We just get so many different things. You know, you could just go on and on and on. So in a nutshell, what you should do, just have a nice cover letter, friendly email of approach, you know, citing what it is that you're doing. Well, I'm on tour this year. I'd like my tour promoted or I'm dropping a new record. You know, what can you do for my record? Whatever it is that you're interested in. Or maybe your social isn't so good. You need a boost on your social media. You have some more followers, some more technique. There's a lot of different things we could do for you. Update your bio, update your one sheet, help you with your websites, you know, what things should look like, continuity of materials. It goes on and on, but it does depend on the level that the artist is at when they come to you, what they need specifically. Uh, make yourself clear. Um, but, but the people who come with these crazies, I mean, I just tell stories, not, not, not in public, you know, with my friends, with the Envision group. We know who we are. We know who we hang with, you know, all the other shows. There's such good quality Absolutely. shows and wonderful um, hosts and DJs, I think, that we work with. Um, you definitely do have a, a good entourage. And, you know, but see, but see, the problem with that is we talk amongst ourselves. Sure. And, um, you know, in, in this business, what goes faster than, you know, hey, did you hear this? And, hey, did you hear that? So... When you're approaching sure. one of us, in essence, you're approaching all of us. Absolutely. John Bon Jovial, you're just gnawing at the bit there. I know you want to jump in. <laughs> gnawing away. Yeah, uh, Cindy, you hit on something uh, a couple of minutes ago that piqued my interest, because having been in uh, terrestrial radio for as many years as I was, and, and of course with David as well, uh, back 30 or 40 years ago, there were various and sundry ways to get a record played on the air, some of them legal, some of them illegal. Uh, but today, <laughs> with, when there is such a, this gargantuan inundation of media, not to mention the fact that with the destruction of the duopoly rules, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, and now, you know, companies like Clear Channel, otherwise known as iHeartMedia, own 2,500 stations. How do you get your musicians' music played on the radio today when you have to deal with these corporate I don't know, people. I'm, I'll be polite. These corporate people. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Um, frequently, that requires a lot of research. Um, let's say you have an artist in a certain market and they're 
very deeply in there. Like, I know South Texas because I have David Martinez there, so I've researched the area. So we know what stations will play an independent. And, in fact, the iHeart station there does have an independent show. But that's just because we know them, because we've researched, and, and we're very well networked. Wherever I've had an artist for many years, I'm known in that area. If I would go to Corpus Christi right now, people would know me just because I work with the Arts League and, and several of the radio stations and the Corpus Christi songwriters and then the um, Nashville songwriters has a chapter there. So it's about um, being connected. It's about being well-networked. It's about research, and it's about knowing the genre of music that you're, you're placing and where does it fit. But certainly... It is very difficult, and a cha it is a challenge. It is a struggle, but, um, you know, I would say it's the know-how, the networking, the research, and it does take time. I mean, you're not going to go into an area and meet everyone in a year. It, uh, I have had David for several years, but he's gotten um, such notoriety that um, he's sort of a local celebrity. I'm very proud of him. So, And seeing, it's the same with our... our um, our Boston, our Boston artist, Lori Diamond and Fred Abitelli, they're the same. And now we have Linda Marks there who heads up the Women in Music Gathering, and so she's the head of a music group. So she has notoriety for what she does there. So it, it, is, it is a lot of networking, I would say, more than anything else. Absolutely. I know one of the, one of the things that I was taught uh, through the years was to meet the people and establish a relationship so that you're not just another another contributor looking for help you get to be someone they know and uh, I, I personally found that to be a very effective way of doing it we are just about out of time Cindy I want to be oh, sure I, and, uh, I don't want to hear that I love being on your <laughs> show I have to come back another time if I'm invited absolutely we, we you're always welcome and uh, you come up with another subject you'd like to talk about we'll get you back here now real quick before we have you introduce the the little special you've got there tell the folks how they can contact you if they have questions or want to submit to you um all of my information is online you can catch me at twitter.com slash lady music uh, that's my biggest interface and submission information and my linkedin bio are in the profile so um anyone is welcome to uh, contact me and i would be glad to listen to their music very good. Thank you again, Cindy, from Lady Lake Music. You can find her online, as she just said. And, Cindy, I understand you brought us some music, some new music from an old friend of ours. Oh, Thomas Claxton is, first of all, that guy, the firecracker, he just returned from the NAM conference where he was in the booth for Gator Cases running a podcast called Sitting In with Thomas Claxton, numerous celebrities uh, he interviewed, and I contacted him when you graciously offered to have one of my artists air, and I said, hey, you got anything new? And so it was so new that it was new to me. So it's new to the, I've heard it, but it's new to the both of us, uh, <laughs> Land of Extreme by Thomas Claxton. Very good. Cindy, thank you again so much. We look forward to you coming back and seeing us again real soon. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is, brand new from Thomas Claxton, Land of Extreme.
Wow. That's thought-provoking. Land of Extreme, Thomas Claxton. You want to listen to that three or four times just to pick up the words. As a matter of fact, I can't wait to get a hold of a copy of the uh, lyric sheet for that uh, because I, 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 it's, it's deep and it's dark, and uh, I really want to be able to, to grow the words and, uh, and, and think about some. That's, that's a song that makes you think. You don't get a lot of those anymore, right, John Bon Jovial? Yeah, I'd like to talk to Cindy about that song and also about Thomas a little bit more, too, to find out you know, more about what went into making the song, the thought process behind the lyrics. Uh, it is, yeah, it's, it's thought-provoking. Uh, great song. Agreed. Agreed. We should get uh, we should get maybe Thomas to come on the show and uh, and talk about it, ladies and gentlemen. You can find him all over the internet. His uh, his website is thomasclaxtonmusic.com, and uh, you can check out his tour dates and all his information there. Also, get in touch with him. Tell him what you think of his new uh, release, Land of Extreme. Is the title of it right here on the David Bowers Awards where we have another guest standing by I'm going to rock the house a little bit here with a band called Creatures of Clay here's girl 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 themselves creatures of clay and here to talk to us about it right now is the man himself mr cody westwood hello cody 
Hey, how you doing? Doing fine. Glad to have you here with us today. That's a sound you've got there. Oh, thank you. I say it's pretty cool to hear it on the radio. Nice. <laughs> oh, I bet it is, and it's it's a pretty cool sound to listen to too. I I, I like the way you 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 break up the beat. You've got a uh, I don't know. There's a little subtle dynamic to it. Uh, it's uh, definitely definitely a commercial tune. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. That's kind of what I was going for. Um, I've had that song for a while. It, it it's just. One of those songs, like you'll have a rejection song from a girl, you know, you you know, from a lot of teenagers, you know, they're looking at kid, you know, looking at this girl, oh, I love her, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> uh, voice of experience, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so, you know, because, you know, if everybody has that, you know, where you get, you know, you ask a girl out and then she doesn't like you, so that's kind of oh, where yeah. that came from. Oh, yeah, we all get slapped down a few times in our lives. John Don Jovio, what would you think? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm rocking the house with that one. That's nice job on that, Cody. I, I, I just, I really like the fact that you take, uh, you know, an old-fashioned, uh, you know, uh, blues beat, something like you might hear from uh, old Paul Butterfield, James Cotton, and put a nice rock edge to it. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's a creative piece. I, I, I really like it. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate that. Oh, sure. How long you been doing this stuff now, Cody? Oh, quite a long time. I've been in a lot of bands. Uh, you know, I play actually played bass for a lot of the bands. I, I decided to go on my own um, a while back, like last year. So I was uh, kind of just sick of uh, the lead singers, you know, always either quitting or having problems. <laughs> so I decided yeah. to do it myself, you know. So I just, you know, I write the songs. Uh, I play pretty much everything. I, I have uh, the engineer who, who I work with. It's just me mainly. And the engineer, uh, the band itself is, is just me, really. Uh, kind of just, uh, you know, with today's technology, I can put everything together the way that I want. I have a lot of recording experience. I've worked with um, Atlantic Records and stuff like that with different bands that almost made it, but once again, the lead singer. <laughs> uh, gotcha. Yeah, you do. Uh, you are definitely a versatile and talented musician. That's uh, That's some good stuff. I know... The first time I think I was ever aware, this is going to go back in history a little bit here, but uh, uh, first time I was ever aware of an artist playing all the instruments on a song, I think was, uh, I, I don't remember the track, but I think it was something Ray Stevens did back in the 60s or early 70s. I know it was wow. way back a ways, and I, I marveled. And, of course, back then you didn't have the technology you have now, uh, not to say it's a lot easier but it is more approachable. It's more, uh, you have more of a chance of being able to do that with today's technology. And of course, you still need the, the talent to go along with it. And uh, judging from the sound you've created, uh, you, may, you may be by yourself, but you do have the talent with you. Uh, I appreciate that. It's just, it's just a, um, from doing it from all the years and being in you know, two also cover bands, you know, playing because in in the area that I'm in in Maryland, you have to be you know play covers and then play some of your stuff to right. uh, you know to attract the crowd because you know nobody knows your music so you know so it was kind of always like okay. that so you know you learn everybody else's chord progressions and you I guess some things stick and you know you have so many different bands I grew up with so many different bands it's crazy you know sure. Well, I, I going back in in my history again, I remember uh, Maryland 
from uh, one specific incident, which I had mentioned here on the show, uh, I don't know, a year or two ago when we were doing a salute to one of the uh, seminal guitarists, uh, Link Ray. I uh, told the story of when I was uh, I was in the Army. I was stationed over at Fort Belvoir in Virginia, and we went out partying one night, drove over on the Maryland side, and I found this little club, and we stopped. Because it looked like a fun place in spite of the fact there weren't a lot of cars there. I figured, well, hey, the parking lot out back, right? We went in, and uh, the guy at the bar pointed to the doorway, and that's where the the dance and music room was. So we walked through and walked back there. And uh, besides the three of us, there was only one other person there. It was a guy dressed in black down in front uh, on a stool with his guitar just getting ready to start playing. And uh, he started playing, and I oh, this guy is good. Who is he? And then he went into the familiar strains of the uh, of his signature song, Rumble. Turned out it was Link Ray. And uh, I, I was just totally blown away. Here we are, empty club, basically. He's playing for the three of us. And it was uh, cool. it was really a treat. But I know what you mean about, uh, about playing the local clubs, playing the covers, and uh, we all do it. Now, are you doing a lot of the, uh, a lot of appearances on your own right now? Um, I'm hitting some open mic nights and uh, I talk, you know, I, I know a lot of musicians, so I sit in and do songs and stuff like that in different clubs around town, you know, just mess around. Well, what's your weapon of choice? What's your favorite uh, favorite instrument? Um, I like playing the bass, uh, um, but I can't play the bass and sing, so I can play the guitar and sing, but I can't play. I don't know why, but I, it's really weird. But I like playing the bass for like different bands, and I got sent in for certain stuff and do some backgrounds as long as it's an easy, you know, an easy chord progression. <laughs> well, I'm glad you I'm glad you explained that because my automatic next question would have been, well, why can't you sing and play bass? <laughs> having having never been a guitarist, I won't I won't guess to why you couldn't do one and not the other but uh, John Bon Jovial I know you I know you're just jumping to get in John's our uh, John's our technical guy he likes to get into the uh, you know the the digitalized and the analog and all of that oh, oh, yeah. what you got John I, I love the technical aspect of things and you know you're talking about um, putting this all together as a solo act and you know the the one that comes to mind is probably one of the finest bass players that's ever been in the history of rock and roll is that uh, is uh, Sir Paul McCartney, and he did a an album, the first album that, and I and the name of the record escapes me, but uh, it was the song that had "Maybe I'm Amazed." He plays every instrument on that record, and uh, wow, and yeah. I cannot for the life of me, I cannot remember the name of the album, but uh, I just remember even you know back when that came out in uh, 1970, just being so impressed with it and. Uh, really, in listening to your stuff, um, you know, now that I know, the, you know, what it took to put this together from listening to you, uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of impressed. Uh, you you have uh, you have a lot more talent than uh, than most people do out there, and I think that's pretty cool. Good for good on you. Oh, uh, uh, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. You know, it's just uh, I've always grew up with music. You know, I love it. I just do it. You know, I kind of put this together really you know like, oh, i'm just gonna put it together because i want to put out a good album and i'm just trying to put out something you know 13 songs and try to make them real decent and you know something to listen to and, and have different flavors and in, in each song something you know for everybody 
Good. That's, you know, and gotcha. as, as well it should be. You know, you want to try to do something for everybody. But also, you know, as a musician, you want to try to do it for yourself as well so you can have a sense and, and a feeling of satisfaction from what you do. Yeah, it's all it's nice to get the, uh, you know, the psychic income from the audience saying, oh, you're great, you're wonderful, but you got to make yourself happy too. Oh, yeah, I, I enjoy just doing the music. The, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I've gotten a lot of publicity, you know, you know, I have uh, on, you know, Twitter, Facebook, all, you know, all Instagram, all the, you know, the social media stuff. And it's, it's been a lot of fun, a lot of popularity growing in, in one year, just seeing, you know, how much people like the music. So I haven't really had hardly any bad feedback. I've had a couple of dislikes. I was like, well, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's going to happen. Yeah, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. No matter what you do, you're not going to please everybody. And the uh, funny thing is, uh, <laughs> I think anybody who pays attention to the news is aware the complainers make the most noise. And uh, <laughs> I learned that a long time ago. And, you know, the, the good stuff, hey, if you don't hear from people, they like what you're doing. That's about what it comes down to, because the ones who have complaints, they're going to let you know what their complaints are. Now, what are you... Uh, what are you doing to reach out? Now you say you're you're playing around your area there in the, in Maryland. Uh, are you are you reaching out for more gigs outside of the area, uh, or are you promoting your music mostly online? What are you doing to spread your wings um, there? Well, mainly because I'm just in the, right, you know, because I'm an acoustic act mainly by myself, so it's kind of little little hard, you know. So I and to get a sound because I mean I have a sound. Um, so I have a lot of friends and musicians. If I decide to put a band together, I mean, it, you know, if I can, if I'm popular enough and things go well, and you know, I start getting, a, you know, I can get a little tour going. As long as you know things are going good and the guys are getting paid, that's that's mainly what the guys say around here. As long as I'm getting paid, I'm in. <laughs> I heard that definitely. But of course, the uh, the other side of the coin is as a solo artist, as a solo act. It's a lot easier to get your entire crew on stage the same night. You don't have, uh, you know, one guy getting sick, another guy taking off with some young lady, and uh, all those uh, all those in, little inner battles that go on with the group. You you are the group, so yeah, it, it can be, can be an advantage. It's kind of an advantage too because it's like you know if I'm getting paid, let's say I, you know we are making some money at it, if we if we are touring or whatever the case may be, you know, got a gig here and there. Uh, I mean, if the guys, you know, they're getting paid, they're, they're you know, they're going to show up, you know, and they're professional right. musicians too. They're they're out there playing professionally. You know, actually, I know the most of the guys I know they that's what they do for a living. Um, there's a drummer around town, Jason Hutt Kaiser. He's worked with a lot of bands. He's like a perfect timing drummer. There's just there's a lot. John Grant who works with me, you know, on these on this stuff, you know, with the guitars and things and sounds and stuff with the engineer and doing all the work that we do on on these songs together. You know, he's a fantastic awesome. musician himself. I mean, he's just—he's so good. I—I I mean, he actually plays bass better than I do, so I let him play bass sometimes. You know, I mean, we—we <laughs> we kind of switch back. I, I mean, I can—I can hum a lead that I want, and the guy can play it. That's how good he is. So it's and like that frees you up to do some singing. Yeah, he just—he, you know, he's one of those guys that can't write a song, but he can—he can create. You know, I, I mean, gotcha. everybody has their talents and stuff. You know. Well, before we let you go, tell the people how they can find you online. Okay. Well, I'm on Twitter, um, Cody uh, Cody Westwood. Uh, it's 
I'm on Twitter there. I'm also on Creatures of Clay. I'm all over on Facebook. I'm on the um, Instagram. And I'm also on CreaturesofClayTheBand.com if you want to check out all those different things that I'm doing. All right, and I should mention the fact that uh, if you're looking for him personally online, it's Cody, I-E, C-O-D-I-E, not the other spelling. Thank you. (laughs) No, 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 that's all right. I just want to make sure listeners are aware of it. Now, in the time we have left, the moments moments we have left, tell us about this next track we're going to play, Let's Ride. Um, Let's Ride, I I watched a series called Sons of Anarchy. I'm sure people are familiar with it because it was a Oh, Absolutely. And um, I really enjoyed watching it, and so that's where this song comes from. I ended up, you know, I was like, man, I wish I could be on the soundtrack. <laughs> there you go. You know, so but that's where Let's Ride comes in. I've always had a fascination with bikes and uh, bikers. I've always, you know, had, uh, I know a bunch of them and hung out with them. I, I saved a guy's butt one night because he couldn't sing, oh. so I had to go up there. <laughs> there you go. Well, you 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 definitely there was a there was a lot of good music came out of that that series and uh you listen to this you can definitely feel the feeling cody westwood thank you so much for coming on the show talking about us talking about the creatures of clay and yourself your career and your music thanks for sharing your your moments and your music with us we look forward to talking to you again thanks again ladies and gentlemen cody westwood here is let's ride
I guess you got that. Let's ride. They call themselves Creatures of Clay. Mr. Cody Westwood, I want to thank both of our guests for today. Cody Westwood from Creatures of Clay and, of course, Cindy from Lady Lake Music for a very informative rock star 101. And we look forward to seeing you all back here again. We look forward to seeing you, our listeners, back here again next week. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Okay, sir. We are on our way. Folks, you did it again. You spent another perfectly good hour with the David Bowers Awards, and we are quite grateful that you did that the david bowers awards well we are broadcast around the world from the studios of computer help usa in naples florida and also from the valley of the sun in tempe arizona and we're available for free on blog talk radio and the anchor fm app for the ios and android platforms as well as apple podcasts youtube iHeartRadio, spreaker amazon alexa devices as well as soundcloud mixcloud and now you can also find us on the tune in radio app and the Cuyahoga Valley Radio Network with Live 365. Be sure to click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and like the David Bowers on Facebook and Twitter. Join us next week at noon Eastern on WRFZ-FM. That is Radio uh, Free Rochester, or is it Rochester Free Radio? I always get the two confused at 106.3 on your FM radio dial. They're good folks to listen to. And join us also for the David Bowers Awards on Blog Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern. That is 11 a.m. Pacific Time and, of course, uh, 6 UTC for the David Bowers Awards and uh, talk with the folks that make this kind of thing happen. So join us. We'll uh, look forward to it. I'm John Bon Jovial, thanking you very much for coming along with us, and we will see you all next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.